again, dear listeners. I hope you enjoyed hearing about the star-studded friendship of Grace Kelly and Josephine Baker last week. This week, we're moving on to Josephine's love life. When you read about heroes in the LGBTQ plus community, Josephine Baker is definitely one of the historical examples that comes up first under capital B, bisexual. But there are two caveats that we need to address head on. First, she rarely spoke publicly of her relationships with women. Second, because she didn't really talk about her same-sex relationships, and because it was, frankly, just a different time, we don't know specifically how she identified. In the biography episode, Josephine Baker, dancer, singer, spy, activist, I mentioned the biography written about her by her sort-of-adopted son, Jean-Claude Baker. That biography was called Josephine Baker, The Hungry Heart. Because Jean-Claude was so close to her and even served as a confidant to her while she was still alive, it's held up as the most reliable account of her life. Remember, she herself wrote five autobiographies, but they are riddled with exaggerated tales. Jean-Claude spoke to a woman named Maude Russell. Maude and Josephine went way back. Josephine met Maude at the Philadelphia Theater, so this is during the time that she was married to Billy Baker, and then she and Maude went on to dance in Shuffle Along on Broadway. As such, Maude and Josephine spent a lot of time together, and Maude saw one of Josephine's relationships with another woman firsthand. Maude explained to Jean-Claude that people at the time called these relationships lady lovers, and it wasn't really seen as that big of a deal. Here's how she explained it. Often, we girls would share a room because of the cost. Well, many of us had been kind of abused by producers, directors, leading men, if they liked girls. And the girls needed tenderness, so we had girl friendships, the famous lady lovers. But lesbians weren't well accepted in show business. They were called bull dykers. I guess we were bisexual, is what you would call us today. Okay, so that is how an acquaintance of Josephine explained Josephine's sexuality. I don't love that, though, because it implies that the abuse Josephine suffered as a child is the reason she was bisexual, as though having relationships with women was solely a result of trauma and not something that she had agency over. But it does provide some context for how people viewed same-sex relationships at the time, at least for performers. Clara Smith was a blues singer on the same vaudeville circuit as Josephine. The two roomed together and fit the description of what Maude calls the lady lovers. Because they had the moniker of lady lovers, everyone knew what was going on between them, but did not vilify them as gay because, remember, this was not a great time in world history to be queer. This was when Josephine was about 14 or 15 years old. Clara actively mentored Josephine, helping her both with stage presence as well as insisting on Josephine practicing both reading and writing. The next major relationship I think it makes sense to mention is that of Josephine Baker and a woman known as Bricktop. Bricktop was born Ada Smith to a black mother and Irish father. Thanks to her Irish lineage, she had bright red hair, and that's how she got the nickname Bricktop. She was also a dancer and performer and kind of a Paris it girl who knew everyone and either hosted or knew where all the best parties were. Friends and regulars of Bricktop included F. Scott Fitzgerald, Cole Porter, and the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, a.k.a. Wallace Simpson and Edward VIII, the one who abdicated his throne and was also current Queen Elizabeth's uncle. Historical connections strike again. When Josephine first arrived in Paris, it was Bricktop who kind of gave her the lay of the land, and the two began a relationship. Bricktop also introduced her to Colette, the famous French novelist who was in a relationship with the Marquis de Bellebeuf, a French noblewoman. Apart from Clara Smith, Bricktop, and Colette, the other women that Jean-Claude named as lovers to Josephine were all from her vaudeville days before she went to Paris. 
But Josephine's most famous lady lover by far is not confirmed, but probable, and that was Frida Kahlo. Josephine and Frida met in 1939 when both were having trouble with the men in their life, Diego Rivera for Kahlo and Jean Leon for Josephine. Frida lived in Paris for a time while separated from Diego, and she and Josephine met and partied together. That much is known for sure, and there are some really great photos of the two looking at each other adoringly. It's probable that they dated, but again, because Josephine was seen as a sex symbol, she didn't publicly comment on these relationships because it would have hurt her career. Josephine's final husband, she had four, if you'll recall from the biography episode, was Joe Boulan. Joe is gay, and it wasn't a secret. In The Hungry Heart, Jean-Claude alleges that during their years adopting children into the Rainbow Tribe, they would have terrible arguments. It would scream at each other and calling each other gay slurs. I don't feel comfortable saying the word, so we're just going to leave it at slurs. Josephine had many gay friends, and her shows actually appealed to gay men as they were full of spectacle with outlandish costumes and makeup, similar to what we might call drag queen shows today, which makes it all the more surprising that one of her sons came out to her as gay, and she shamed him in front of his brothers and sisters and kicked him out, saying that he should move in with his father, whom she called a gay slur, because Joe was living in Argentina at the time. So clearly, Josephine had a penchant for both women and men, but it's unclear how she herself identified, nor is it clear why she had these really horrible moments of homophobia herself. It's like internalized homophobia. We'll never know, but just like all humans, Josephine Baker was complicated. I think it's pretty impressive, however, that despite, you know, literal Nazis around, Josephine still lived her best life and had fulfilling relationships with women, even if society wasn't on her side at the time. That's all for today. I have two articles linked in the show notes. I'll also have links to the Frida Kahlo episodes if you want to brush up on Frida's life. Join me next week as we say goodbye to Josephine Baker. Mm